All right, I'm Michelle. I'm Sylvia. With 86 Stupid. Tonight's topic is successfully um, single parenting in the industry. Mm-hmm. So I have a 26 year old, and I've been um, so I'm kind of out of the out of the parenting. <laughs> it does end, sort of. <laughs> well, it doesn't end, but like it changes. It changes, and I don't have to deal with the daycare and the calling in sick or any of that stuff. For, for my kids, so, and you are. Yeah, this is like a nice spectrum we have, a yeah, little bit. Um, I know. So yeah, I have a six and a three-year-old, so one's in school and one's not, so you kind of have like, uh, not the infancy stuff in terms of parenting, but definitely more of the res- like day-to-day, huge, long list of responsibilities and tasks that go along with having just a three-year-old, but then also right. a six-year-old as well. So entertaining the three-year-old probably, and then picking the six-year-old up and homework and talking about the school yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Um, so I've been doing the single parenting thing since for all actually like a year. Yeah. Just about exactly a year. Um, That's so crazy. I know it went by so fast. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, but but overall, like big, big of. Uh, answer is that it's totally possible oh for sure um super possible totally and and i don't have like this backup support system either to be like hey watch my kid you know last minute so i can pull a volume or hey can you do this so i can pick up a shift i don't have anyone up here to do that so if you you know like on your own don't have family in the area are a single parent or or thinking that might be heading your way you know the service industry has definitely been able to help me out right well, yeah, your family is how far away? I mean, I know they're 400 miles. <laughs> yeah, so. They're not coming. Right. For a babysitter. <laughs> um, no. Can, can pick up a shift. <laughs> yes. Sorry, can't pick up a shift. And it's frustrating because I have to keep telling my people I work with, I'm like, guys, believe me, I want to. Right. And I, I, sh- I need to. Like, it'd be really useful and helpful for me right. financially, but I can't. Right. Like, you know, when I work, for the most part, we're small staff, and like, I give all of my kid free shit my kid free time to the work anyway right yeah my family I mean I'm not really close with my family but they were two and a half hours away too but luckily my son has um, what we call bonus families that are not related not blood related that definitely helped me raise them because it does take a village yeah so I was very fortunate in that and I mean I raised him on my own you know with their help he played hockey we had a house, so it's possible to do all the quote-unquote normal things that other yeah. you know, two-parent households do. It's just, you know, it might be a little bit more difficult, but it's definitely it's definitely possible, and you can raise great kids out of it, too, you know? Absolutely. I think that maybe there's, like, a mis- misconception or something that because you're working these different jobs with, like, odd hours, like, I'm coming home after my kids are going to bed, or I never see my children, or it's, like, actually because of the service industry... I'm able to only work when I don't right. even have them, right. which currently allows me to still be a stay-at-home parent with right. them while I'm working on my own businesses, like my own side stuff anyway. So right. it's really helpful. I don't actually miss out. A non-negotiable for me, at least when my son was only three, was to do something, especially that I didn't freaking want to do or like right. that took me away from one or both of my kids for... 40 to 50 hours a week. Right. It was a non-negotiable for me. I don't care if I'm alone. I don't care if I have to take a pay cut. I wasn't going to do it. And that was the hard thing when I was still with Jesse's dad. Um, I was working 
like a nine to five. And it came down to I'm paying by the time I pay for daycare. Oh my gosh. By the time I pay for someone else to raise my kid, I have a hundred bucks left after a week. Yeah. I don't want someone else to, I'm not paying someone else to raise my kid and missing out on this time. Like, so that's one of the reasons, I mean, I was lucky to do um, a little bit of daycare. Mm -hmm. So that was some income. And then I did the service industry because it had the flexibility and I could do, I mean, I got caught up in like, you can pick up shifts or give up shifts when you need to. And then, of course, I lived outside of my means for a long time, and then it caught up with me after Mm -hmm. a while. But, I mean, it allows you the flexibility to be there for the important things. Not that the everyday stuff isn't important, but you can be there for, you know, school concerts that some people can't go to because they can't get out of work. They have a work meeting or... Right. um, No, I think think you're right. Like, actually, for me, and everyone is different. Like, what you value and what you want to have for your family is different, but... Me, I didn't even realize this. Totally out of it until <laughs> until I was like 27. That my dad was was a work at home slash stay at home dad. So he had his own company for like 25 years. So I got to grow up with someone like my dad being taking us to school, picking us up from school, yeah. giving us a snack, which you totally take for granted when you don't realize there's an alternative. Right. But so for me as a parent, when I had that choice of well, what do I do now? What kind of job am I going to get now that I'm unemployed because I was a, I was a stay-at-home mom right. so I didn't already have like a backup job right to go into so I really got the choice I suppose um I knew that I wanted to do the small things though because right. for me it's the small things it's me being here you know to put them to bed it's me being here to uh, make them breakfast take them to school right and, uh, and be available for field trips because I'm not going to do it until they're probably 10 or 12 or 13 things will change but right. we get a few years you know oh for sure and I think that's important too like I got to do um like I got to go and have lunch with him every week when yeah. he was little because I didn't have to work until later and then I had a good support system that could watch him so yeah just to have the flexibility and the field trips and I always it was very important to me too to have a home-cooked meal for him even if I was working I still, as he got older, I still made a meal that he could heat up or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to do, we don't do a lot of fast food. And, yeah. And that's fine if people do, but we just, it was very important to me to have certain staples, you know? Absolutely. Like you said, I want to be able to drop him off. Like, he never rode the school bus. I dropped him off, picked him up, or he rode his bike and stuff. So it was just, I mean, it was fortunate. And if I would have had a 9 to 5 or a 7 to 3 job, those things probably wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, well, I, I think that I know so far um, there hasn't come up a time, a time hasn't come up yet that the service industry or the job that I have has taken something really important away from me and right. as, as it applies to parenting. So I also, you know, I'm lucky too that like the place I work at, they work with my schedule where I have my kids every other weekend or right. I, you know, I don't have them every other weekend. Um, and I think you find you can find that in the service industry, people who oh, will absolutely. work with your schedule. Not every management, you know, not every place. Right. They kind of some places aren't awesome, but the people right. that it's definitely out there. So as a single parent, when you know you can't work every single day, nine to five, Monday through Friday, right. but you can work a fourteen-hour day. Like every other Saturday, I choose to you know I elect to say like, hey, I want to open the volume, right? And I make you know as much as like a two or three shifts in that time. I don't have my kids, and I'm willing to do it. That's exactly what I used to do when um, Jesse's dad and I first split up. 
he had, you know, he followed the visitation and had him every other weekend, and I would work doubles on the weekends I didn't have yep. it, so it made up for the time, so I didn't really miss out on too much time with him. And it's not as such a huge financial cut either. Right, where, exactly. I mean, right. I could make as much in one or two shifts as some people make in a week, so on a nine-to-five, making 12 bucks an hour, whatever the case may be, so it's definitely, it's definitely doable. Yeah, you know? not, I don't know if I can do the math <laughs> super fast enough, I know. <laughs> like 40 hours times like $10 an hour. I mean, that's $400. I, mean, I can yes. make that in two shifts. Well, and that's, a, and that's the you thing. Know? Like, that, I feel like it's like its own hilarious other topic where right. people so often think, it's not even just a service industry. I, I heard something interesting from an auto mechanic, an old man. You know, it's like you look at someone's job from the outside, from what you right. think of it, right. and you kind of just put your, your judgments on it. This auto mechanic guy, I overheard his conversation while I was waiting in line to talk to him. He was saying, like, you know, I went to go look for a new, new car today. He's like, I had, he had like $5,000 in his <laughs> pocket. And he's like, but you know what, I showed up in my, this outfit, you know, and like my greased up sure. overalls or whatever. He's like, and no one talked to me. Because they looked at me, they saw my, you know, like I'm, this is what I do for a living. Grungier, yeah. yeah. Judgment, oh, that sucks. And he's like, I love what I do. And I'm, most of the time, if especially on a day like today, I'm walking around with way more money in my pocket than anyone else in, in the same room as me. So it's like, absolutely. you know, the service industry, you kind of get pegged as, you know, you, you work hard, you don't make a lot of money. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm trading as a single mom, like I'm trading my free time, which is important, but right now it's not as it's more worth it to me to spend my free time making money, like concentrated money for my time. Sure. Than you know not being able to be around for my kids want like three, four, five days a week. Oh, absolutely. Or seven. I'm with them most of the time a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that is definitely the trade-off. Like people judge and think we're drug addicts or we drink too much, and sure, some people in the industry are, but. There's a lot of single parents in the industry that do a great job of raising their kids and have fantastic kids. Absolutely. And there's people on Wall Street. There's people in your church. Right. There's people on your <laughs> school staff. Right, exactly. And that's, yeah, <laughs> We're that's all human. Thing. Yeah. You know. Well, that's the thing, too. I've never had a car payment. And I know, you know, plenty of people do. And But I've always paid cash for my cars. So smart. I haven't had the nicest so, cars. So smart, though. But and it's funny because my son makes or made really good money and recently has had some life changes and he's like, I just want to buy a car like you didn't have no payments. No payments. I'm like, you know, if you break it down, if you can pay cash, and I know that it's not always feasible, but I took the bus for a while and it sucked and I got spit out on the light rail and all this shit, you but know? to be able to pay cash for a car and not have the payment, you know, and to break well, it down. You, like, have, you should have like less insurance too. So if you're not paying, if you don't lease yeah. a car, when you lease a car, you have more, your insurance right. so is more that's expensive. One of the, yeah, just one of the things that, you know. It's savvy. It makes yeah. sense. And I feel like, I mean, like we talked about earlier, like, I feel like so many people in the industry are college educated. Yeah. But we make more money in the industry than what our education is in. So it sucks because mm-hmm. on paper, we've spent X amount of money for, you know, college degree. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and then. I'm still paying that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. And, I, yeah, we have the flexibility. It's a family, sometimes dysfunctional, but, I mean, we can bring our kids to work for an hour if we need to, too, and, like, hey, sit in this booth and color. That had, and you know what? You know? That actually, that happened to me back right when I started working back in, like, July. You know, there was some weird stuff with my ex-husband's schedule where 
I, I didn't know yet. Getting back into to working at all after six years, and then the, the service industry, which one of the things is like you don't know when you're going home. Right. So you know, for some people, that's a deal breaker. For other people, you know, that's your lifestyle. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, he, my ex-husband, ended up dropping the kids off, and that was hard for me to go through because I never, I felt like just out of control, just like you know, what am I doing? And I had other people right. in my in the restaurant be like, you know what? I've done this too, who are also single parents. Right. We're like, you know what? It's okay. Like, if this happens and, you know, you're just trying your best. And that's, you know, sometimes the nice thing that not every place that everyone works at is nice and supportive. Some Absolutely. of the time, all the time, wherever. But you can find good gems in places that you work. And that's the thing. Like, you don't have to, if you have, you're having issues like that too, like, you don't have to stay in a bullshit that's right. place. There's plenty of good places out there where they where they support you or support you as a single parent or are flexible or like okay bring your kids or or you can find someone in the industry that probably has older kids that can watch yep. your kids too you know mm-hmm. I've, I've seen that a lot so I feel like so how you were in the industry before and then you guys are married and you were out for six years yeah and then you came back a year ago or not even well no in July I started working. So I took like seven months off just to, I don't know, enjoy life a little bit, figure sure. myself out, like kind of get centered and just take a breather from like for being sure. in such a dysfunctional thing for so long and just basically felt like figuring out myself again Absolutely. and what so my I, life looked like. So I feel like that was probably, I mean, I've been in the industry off and on all my adult life. So I feel like being a stay-at-home mom and then going back to the industry probably had it's like oh wow the industry's changed or the industry is sadly hasn't changed oh my god <laughs> you know what i mean oh like, my goodness <laughs> yes. i have had those friends. the first couple of days absolutely but it was mostly it wasn't even like the job right you know and because i ended up going back to a sister place of you know the place i had left um so that was almost identical like the way sure. that they said that stuff yeah, yeah. was like literally like walking <laughs> in the same place but yeah as a server uh, like my my job didn't change, but like the approach, like with customers, sure that did. And I feel like the biggest thing I remember being different was the electronics at the table. Yeah. Yes. And so there, and, and then also like the not, like no communication of people, like how their experience at dinner was. Oh, for sure. I feel like it's so sad because I feel like it used to be. Um, like a celebration, like going out to eat was a celebration, it uh, was yeah. a, and it was a big deal. Like everyone enjoyed their company, and now everyone's faces are in their cell phones, and you're trying to set food down, and it's the cell phones in the way. Or yeah. <laughs> like, are you guys even having a conversation with each other? Or good lordy lord. Yeah, I mean, I did a <laughs> breakfast shift, and I did. I mean, it was so sad, and it's like at the same time, I tried try not to judge. Like, I don't know what these people sure. are doing, or you know, maybe this is the only time of the the whole week that they do this yeah. I don't know but the fact of the matter is the mom was on her phone <laughs> the dad was on his phone like actively on the phone like not just like looking at it like he was playing a game and she was playing a game and they're because I have a three-year-old so, and I know this kid was younger than Oliver he was younger than three you know between like one and a half and three he had an iPad yeah and he was watching a movie I'm like there's only three of you and you all are on your electronics. Also, side note, like, you have, like, a, a, a toddler with you. So that was that was hard. And that is hard because it's, like, you know, 
you know, I'm glad I'm here for this job, but then you end up seeing some things. And I didn't see that stuff before. Six years ago, I didn't see that stuff. And I feel like it almost makes me be, like when I was younger, or when Jessica was younger, it almost made me be a better parent too. Like, I don't ever want to go out and like ignore my child. And also maybe because I did work a lot, I feel like I made it work and I was there for most of the important stuff. But it's like, my time is limited, my time is valuable. I wanted to be focused on him, mm-hmm. not on my electronics yep. or on all this bullshit. You know, we didn't have a TV for like five or six years. And I was so afraid of how people were going to judge us when they came over. Oh, yeah. We don't have a microwave. I'm and, on like year seven yeah. of that. <laughs> and, I, and I seriously, one time, I wish I had taken a picture because I tell people like, there's like five boys in a row laying down reading books and I thought it was the coolest oh thing. Gosh. I'm like, I wish I had taken a picture of that because I was so worried, like, ah, oh, his friends are going to come over and think we're weird because we don't have a TV, but I was oh. always like, let's do, let's do things. But I feel like having to work a lot or work around our schedule made me be more focused when I was with him too. Yeah. Like we did a lot of, I mean, I got to be a kid, you know? Absolutely. I think that... Um, I screwed up plenty of shit. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, oh yes, I apologized to my children yesterday or on Saturday after my behavior. Uh, but no, I mean, I think it's a great thing about the service industry, and you know, you know, this whole so being a mom, the whole like that whole culture changes all the time. Oh, absolutely. So like right now, it's like, oh, don't judge me for this, judge you for that. But it's like you know what, um, everyone's just trying to do their best. Right. At the same time, like, you can't give that as an answer, I think, to be like, you know, I let my kid have Mountain Dew, like, and he's two. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm sorry, there needs to be a little bit of accountability, but, like, so to say, like, you know, I choose to do the service industry so that I can stay and spend more of my time with my kids because I will not always be with them. Right. And, you know, I've been doing this for six years. Staying at home with them now, one's in school. One I see, one I have most of the time. He's in preschool a couple days a week, but yeah, it is difficult. It's hard. Parenting yeah. is hard whether you're working home full time, work, or if you work from home, or if you work out of the house all the time. It's hard for anybody. Parenting is tough. But we all value, everything is valued. We're all different. I want to be with my children as much as I can right now because I only have like five years to do it for each one. Right. Well, I feel like the service industry allows us to work the least amount of hours for the most amount of money so that we can yeah, have more time absolutely. for them. And then we can also, okay, so I have more time for my kid, so then I can have some free time for myself to focus yeah, on my goals or absolutely. my entrepreneurship or my creativity or whatever. You know, it just, it gives you opportunities that if I'm working, if I have to wake up at five o'clock to go to work at seven, sit in rush hour for an yeah. hour. There's, I'm not interested in doing that at all. That's another no. thing. Like it, it sounds so simple and so stupid, but I've rarely ever had to sit in rush hour. Yeah, no. I don't have to deal with all that bullshit either. So that's another two hours out of my day mm-hmm. that I would be spending away from my kid. You know? No, like I said, like earlier, it's concentrated money. Like I'm giving 14 hours of my day every other Saturday, more or less. Like <clears throat> it's only kind of new, so I don't know if I'll do it every other Saturday. But it's like I'm totally willing to do that. Because I get to make as much as like three, maybe four different shifts, which means I'm not at the restaurant three or four shifts. Absolutely. Anyway, which means I'm at home. 
slash I have to be because I don't have it make no sense to have a babysitter because no. you know childcare is expensive whether it's a daycare or it's a nanny or it's even a babysitter even a babysitter or even yet yeah, even having a kid like come in like a high school kid or something for a few hours it's it all adds up it does so it's like you can be quite strategic though with the service industry and I appreciate that because you make a lot of money in a smaller amount of time and because of the way that I have it set up and like what like when my kids aren't with me I don't pay anyone because they're with their dad sure and yeah I get my own free time to capitalize yeah and then I also work and I think it's great and I I knew otherwise that I'd have to commit to finding some ridiculous like random ass job I'd have to find a random ass company to work for and literally be in it for the long haul for the next however many decades <laughs> making less money for yeah. way more of my time and my freedom and what we talked about like this is a stepping stone and a launching pad for me and where I'm going like, right this, is, this isn't a yeah. how long will I serve I don't know it's serving a fabulous for a lot of different reasons absolutely financially yeah especially if you're not blowing your money on like your gambling and your drinks afterwards yeah. which can be a slippery slope for some people. Well, that's, I feel like that comes down to finding the balance. I mean, like we talked about too, like I tried to keep that life separate from my son and I did a really good job of, I was out, I mean, I've always been kind of a partier and stuff, but I also did that when my son wasn't around. Yeah. I didn't want to expose him to that stuff. And I remember when he turned 16 and he was like, oh, finally you have a sober driver. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> you know, like, you don't have to spend money on a cab or stuff like that because I've never been a fan. I do have a DWI, but I was never a fan of drinking and driving. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, I will never call my kid for a sober ride. No. I, I've tried to keep, I've worked really hard to keep those two worlds separate. Yeah. And I'm not going to combine them now just because my son's old enough to drive. Like, what the hell? No, that's that's such a valid, that's one of those things, like, you have a boundary. You have a right. hardcore, solid-ass boundary. <laughs> right. And I think that's uh, very, very valid because it's not like, you know, especially when he's 16, you know, it's not like you can never have a drink with your son when he's older, yeah. you know, like, but it's just, I think that for a long time, you know, my grandmother was a server who's also named Sylvia. Oh, nice. So yeah, it's like this weird right. thing. Okay. I'm like, what is, what's happening here? <laughs> what am I replicating? <laughs> yes. And for the longest time, I'm like, I don't want to be. Before, I think I was pregnant um, with Della, so she's my oldest. I think I was pregnant with her. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be in the service industry forever. I don't want to show my kid that their, their mom is a server. And that, that was my own yeah. thought back seven years ago. And I get it. Well, it's because I just thought, like, you have these thoughts or these, like, pr- these uh, like it's actually other truths that, like, I just perceived growing up. Like, Preconceived notions. Absolutely. Kind of. Like, they, they're not, like, as successful or as worthy. Like, their career doesn't count. And it's not something to be proud of. I don't, and I don't know any, I never even met my grandma. She died, like, when my mom was so little. I don't know anybody but it was the power of other people's thoughts and the societal truth you know and so I was really I felt kind of I guess ashamed I didn't want to do it I wanted to avoid it but still at the end of the day you know a lot had changed for me like my mindset in that but sure hell yeah I would definitely choose a service industry over giving 50 40 hours of my week whatever to a company that doesn't really matter to me Right, that is just to pay the bills. And also, I feel like so many times if we're working 
depending on the job, of course, we'd be working more for half that income. That doesn't make sense to me. It's half, and that's, well, it's nice because we live where we live. Right. We get the hourly wage. Right. Which is so legit. I'm, but it's not like that for everywhere, which kind of sucks. It's not like that for everywhere, but I feel like, too, for me, it's always been, if I get a check, that's a bonus. If I don't, like, whatever. I'm working for the tips, and I make, right, right. You know, make good money, but there's definitely... At the beginning of the summer, I was like, I just, I don't want to serve anymore, whatever. I had looked into, like, landscaping, and just even this summer, like, landscaping and doing some other things just because I'm like, I need a break. I'm so burnt out. But then I go and interview, and I'm going to make 15 bucks an hour. Yeah, and I'm going to work. I'm going to work 40 hours a week, and I'm going to have to wake up at 6 o'clock and go to work in an hour, and I'm going to make half as much as I can serving. Like, that doesn't make sense. That's just stupid. Nope, I think at the end of the day, what I'm what I'm doing, and I think what a lot of people do with serving is, or serving or bartending, is like you're choosing like to be with more control of your time. Absolutely. And so part of my time, since I gave up one of my five open shifts, <laughs> um, I gave up one of them to have for myself, <laughs> not even sorry. Which is so important too, like, yeah. <laughs> I know, but a manager was like, you're going to work here once a week. I'm like, and every other week I'll be here five times a week. Yeah. Like, I am open, like, don't yeah. with me. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. I show up. And that's another thing too. Like I show up and I'm happy to be here. I'm in a good mood. Like <laughs> right, I'm don't giving me. you all of my free time, and I'm happy <laughs> about it. But um, but yeah, like I'm choosing to be more in control of my time, which means I get to work on my business. I also get to like you know paint right for fun or for my business stuff, or I get to go. Just like it's not even that I take the time to be lazy or to sleep in, but I also get that time for me. Absolutely, and it's so important. Yes. Even to go for a hike or just whatever it might be. Oh, slash just live. Yeah, Like, that's absolutely. the whole point. And I think a lot of people, we end up getting, like, kind of trapped in this idea of, well, I have to give 40 hours of my week to my job because, one, that's so normal, and, two, like, I need to make money. And, you know, I don't think the serving should be the answer for everybody, but I know that, for me, I'm not willing to give all of my time. Your time is your freedom. Right. Whatever, yeah. I mean, whatever you trade... Yeah, something about trading time for dollars or like how, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, people are like, um, I've heard of that a little bit where, you know, the concept of like, what's your money mindset? It's like, you know, you don't want to make a bunch of money to be greedy. You want to make money because at some point in time, like money is time, which equals freedom. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, I feel like we have more freedom in this industry and we are in control of it. We can drop shifts. We can pick up shifts. Uh-huh. You know, we can, yeah, we don't have to work. 40 hours at a bullshit job and like you said I don't want to give 40 years of my life to get up to where I am right now I mean I make probably most of the time unless I'm having a shitty shift I'm making 20 to 30 bucks an hour yeah if I was doing a minimum wage job because I didn't finish college I would have to work at this job for 15 years at 40 hours a week Mm -hmm. to get there that's insane to me that's not worth it and it's sad because you know, it's totally diff- it totally changes when you're working hard, like you're working your ass off at anything that you love, and you're like, yeah. sure, 10-hour days, I don't care. Then that that's amazing. But when you're like, you know, I don't like to live for the weekends, can't wait till it's 5 o'clock, yeah. like, that's the part where <coughs> Excuse me. it makes me like, kind of sad, and I just feel like, you know, a lot of people who are probably listening, they get it. Like, they right. want their freedom, they've got other things they want to do, 
or maybe they like to travel, maybe they save up for, I don't know, like their own things that they're doing in their own time. But for me, like my own time is, besides entrepreneurial stuff, is being a mom. Right. And I get to be here for my kids. I get to always pick them up, always drop them off. And that's so and I awesome. love that. Absolutely. It's and important to me. That's a huge, yeah, that was a huge benefit. Um, it was so important to me, yeah, just to be able to do field trips or go to lunch or, you know, and I remember as Jesse got older just being like, oh my gosh, what am I, what am I doing? Like, I'm working so much to pay for a house that I can't, yeah. that I have to work all these hours and what the hell am I doing? I should have just gotten an apartment and not had to work so much. So, it's you know, it's the trade-off of what you value and having the time for them. Well, yeah, and it's like, it is. I mean, we have lots of things that we value, but we can't always make it work exactly when we want. So we have to sometimes wait. And I mean, should I have like probably started, you know, a job way sooner? Like I took, like I said, seven or so months just to like do what I wanted in my free time with my finances that were available to me, you know, but. And I feel like that's important too, though, to figure out, you know, and to have the, to maybe gain mental clarity and. No, absolutely. Focus on you and your kids. I think people, I wish, I wish more people had that flexibility, but their job, like the, the standard nine to five job does not allow for that. There is no mental health day. There is no mental health. We'll see you in six months. Right. Have a good time finding yourself. There isn't. There's no value placed on being an individual either. You're just a cog in the system. Absolutely. And so I had someone who more or less is a cog in the system and was, she does um who you know i appreciate i appreciate her and i appreciate her perspective but last year a year ago she sat down with me and she's like you know you you don't really have a choice i don't see how you have any other choice but to get a nine to five like you just have to find this and i remember she said you you don't have a choice (laughs) and i they were talking about before that i was like i I was like okay 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 slash in my head i'm like (laughs) I feel bad for you because you're so wrong. Like, right. Like I, you, I mean, she really enjoys like the corporate lifestyle. That's her thing. Whatever. I don't, it doesn't, I don't blink at that. Everyone is different. She loves it. I don't care. I don't judge. But like, you can't, you have to know, like that's your perspective. That's your life. Right. And I absolutely have a choice. And I have for the last year been slowly working on, on that. We're sustained we're paying bills, we, you know, we're saving up, like, and that's in part and you from get to spend time the with service your kids. industry. Yeah. And I get to spend time with my kids, which I really, it wouldn't make sense, like, for me to trade it for some job, like, it just, right. everyone's different. <laughs> no, I agree, and you keep saying, I don't judge, I'm like, I always judge. Well, because, okay, well, Michelle, <laughs> being a mom today is like, oh my gosh, no. she's a total judging me, and like, every, uh, if you blink twice at the way someone like feeds their baby, yeah. you know, it's like World that War is true. Four. For sure. And it's frustrating because it's like, there's nothing behind it. I, I'll be honest, because it's not the topic of our conversation, but being a stay-at-home mom is hard as hell sometimes. And I do not like it it's all so the hard. time. It's I don't want to be home all day long, stuck at my house with my children, nine, 90, no, 100% of the time. Every, like all the time is hard. It's so hard. And I don't, <laughs> I don't think people realize, like, it's so much work, and it's so, in a different way, like, I feel like in the industry, you have to be on all the time, like, you have to be smiley and whatever, and on your game, but I feel like as a, 
I mean, I like I said, I did daycare for a little bit when Jesse was younger. You have to be on all the time. Yes. You have to be on your A game. You have to. Not and it's impossible. But you know what I mean? Like you, you just you're always on. You always have to focus and pay attention. It's not easy. It's not an easy gig. No, well, and it's like you don't really. It's it's like parenting as a job. You know, like there's been those funny things where like yeah. you know you don't get paid. You work ninety six hours a week. No. And blah blah. blah. <laughs> Here's it's my like, breakdown of what I should be paid. <laughs> yes. Like, but I mean, I still, 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 still wouldn't trade those times where like sometimes those days are hard. Sometimes those days. I cannot turn them around. Right. Um, as hard as I can. Sometimes, you know, my three year olds having tantrums, I'm having tantrums. <laughs> However, no. I would you will never find me in a in a cubicle to trade it. Yeah. I wouldn't I also agree. because it's not gonna last forever. My son won't be three for the rest of his life. Like yeah. these times will go and we are I'm so glad that, like, you know, this for me, I get to be here for them. Yeah. Yeah. And so, then I get to go to work. So next question. Would you, you would you recommend um, your kids work in the industry? Because I know you brought that this up, and I was like, question. this is a, such a good question. Why didn't I think of this? Yes. <laughs> okay, I totally would, but caveat. It's like, how old would they be, and what would their role be? Because, you know, um, a person in my ex's family, he went into the service industry quite young, up and you know, I don't know him well enough, but I I'd say he was impressionable enough where he ended up getting two D two DWIs, I think, in a year. Yeah. Um and things kinda went really haywire for him really fast. Yeah. Um I don't even know if he's twenty well, I think he might have been twenty one. But what I really want my children to go into the atmosphere where there are drinks, where there sometimes are drugs, I mean you don't always see that. It's not like that's at the bar. Like, drinks are at the bar, but not at the drugs. Right. The drugs are behind the scenes. They are behind the, the scenes. For the most part. <laughs> so, it's, I don't know. It's hard because I think that it's really important to do all of the work, like, the experience of the work itself. Right. The multitasking, the working with other people at the customer side, and then also at the co-working side. So huge. Um, but I would be, like, super clear. Be like, this is what you don't do. You right. don't. You do not fucking drink and drive home. Right. You don't have your one or two or three drinks and then drive home. You don't. That happens all the time in the industry. You see it all the time. Oh, yeah, for you sure. You don't gamble all your money away. I would be nervous to accidentally introduce them to, like, the gambling, the possible drugs, the cigarette smoking, yeah. <laughs> which I'm hoping they won't ever do, and then the drinking and driving. That would be things I'd be really worried about. And those are, I feel like those are... Um, different aspects of it it's not like a direct like it's not part of the job necessarily right but it's like a byproduct of the job you know what i mean absolutely totally and i agree with that for sure i feel like i have mixed like when you said that question i was like oh that's the best question yet i have mixed emotions about it because i feel like everyone should work in the Mm -hmm. industry i feel like it makes us better customers and if everyone worked in the industry People would just be better human You're beings. better humans. They would <laughs> yeah. treat people better. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. they would know how to behave when they went out. But I also, I was hesitant, like, when Jesse went into the industry, um, he went to work for a friend of mine, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want him to do this. Like, I don't want him to get sucked in like yes. it's been. A, I've had a love-hate relationship with the industry, and I just didn't want him to have the same experience that I did. You know, on the, the negative aspects of it, for sure. 
Um, and then it was funny because I was torn about him going into it. And then he literally came to me once later and was like, I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, um, you have to give like a proper notice and like yeah. you're working for my friend. So now it gets, you know, kind of dodgy, but, um, he ended up leaving and I mean, he's actually the one that came up with waiting on stupid because of his time. His uh, month in the industry. His month. <laughs> he literally, though, he came to me and he was like, I don't know how you do this. I hate people. <laughs> but I have an idea for a website. I was like, okay, let's hear it. But I still was like, oh, you can't leave. Like, you just started. Now you're screwing over my friend. And he's like, I hate it. I was like, okay. There you go. Enough said. Like, I can't make you stay. Uh-huh. No. But I think all the things that you talked about, too, like, you have to have some kind of boundaries. Like, I don't want you to drink and drive or... And of course, as parents, we don't want our kids to ever drink and drive. Oh yeah. But the likelihood yeah. of that increases when they're when in the industry. When you're around it every single day. Well, or it's every like, single well, shift. they're my friends, and they're doing it. Right. And we're gonna go to the next bar. Right. And it's just it becomes such a such a slippery slope. It's it's because the whole mentality of like, well, that person's doing it, I'm doing it, which like psychologically, as human beings, we more naturally just do. Right. We're more apt to do something if someone else is doing it. People are followers as a yep. as a natural thing. It's so fascinating to me to watch how many different um, situations where people are followers. Like you sit on one side of the restaurant because that side's full. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be sitting on the empty side, even if the restaurant's yeah. full. Like or the bank, like waiting in line for the ATM. Like this one will be busy and this one will be empty. Like why wouldn't you go over there? You don't have a line. No. But it's people like, are natural followers. Mm-hmm. It's insane to me. It is. It's so, so weird. So, yeah, when all of your friends are drinking and driving, everyone is like, oh, just one more. It's fine. One more shot. Or I hear it all the time because I won't have anything to drink when I'm driving, and I get shit all the time. Like, it's just one. Come on. And I'm like, no. So I'm many not. I'm not doing it. Yes. Where there, there is such a, like, a perceived, like, I feel like almost annoyance where I think... I, so, so far, I think I've had, like, one drink after work. Because, you know, it's it's far enough. And, like I said, like, I don't want to relax at work with my one drink because I'd right. rather just go home. Right. Sorry, guys. Like, I, you know, I would rather just sit and talk to you. I'll sit and talk to you for 20 minutes while I eat my soup. Yeah. But I'm not going to – I don't need it. I don't need the drink. Right. It's not part of this for me. But for other people, it really can It be. becomes a big, a big part of it for some people. And I've been there. And I'm trying to think, like, even – you know, and everyone is different, like – I'm trying to think of what it was like serving before I had my kids too and like maybe it's it now because of the kid thing but sure you know I think it was just like a me thing I think I went I was lucky enough to sell for some reason <laughs> I don't think it was very consciously aware of this but I went into the industry just knowing my own like safety boundaries like sure. you just don't do it because more more so because <laughs> my whole thing was more like I'm not supposed to get in trouble Slash, you know, it's dangerous, of course, but I was sure. just such a rule follower in that way. What it makes really good sense to be a rule follower. So, plus, yeah, I didn't want to get DWI. I didn't want to have to pay for it. Yeah. I didn't want to crash my car. Like, all the different stuff. So. And those are all, yeah, all good reasons. But it is a slippery slope when everyone around you is doing it. And unfortunately, there, I don't, I wish I knew what the percentage was of people in the industry that have DWIs. Like, it's not... It's not that shocking when you're like, oh, I have a DWI, oh, I do two, or I have three, or it's like, oh my gosh, like I have one, and I swore I will never get another one. I, uh, I just, I won't. Yep, like I, <laughs> one person, I think we have two different people, like one person has an ankle bracelet on right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so 
<laughs> I think that it's definitely a given in any single, any restaurant you go into. And I think a lot of it is because you're getting off work at 2 in the morning. Yeah. Cops are out. There's less, literally less cars on the street except for yours. Yeah. And you had that, those two, even those two, you know, it's two or in a shop or whatever. Even if you're okay to drive, but you're not. So yeah. it's just with the kids or without the kids, for me, it wasn't ever a thing. But then also, like, you know, you have kids and you're like, oh, I don't want to teach you right to do that and that so, was yeah that was the other thing like i don't want this to be your lifestyle yeah i want you to avoid this at all costs like i said i have a love-hate relationship with the industry and everything that goes along with it so there's some things that i did not want to expose my son to yeah and that would be an interesting thing like you know when or if we ever if would i recommend my children to do the service industry or not i don't know yeah you know i took them to their their dad's restaurant yesterday just to see them and then also to eat dinner and there's always these jokes like oh we got a mini bartender or hey your bar back looks cute when like my kids were behind the bar i'm like oh gosh like it just reminds me of the stuff that they would go through like that 52 year old man who's losing his teeth and who is super skinny because he's been going to the bar and getting into drinking and drugs for the last like 35 years of his life yeah you know, there's so much that you're exposed to in the service industry. Oh, absolutely. And I would be hesitant to put my kids in that, recommend that to them. But then there's, you know, there's such good stuff about understanding people. Right. Yeah, it's definitely a toss-up. I mean, yeah. I had this old guy today that weirded me out, like, came up to the bar and ordered his drinks, and I was like, okay, I'll let your server know. Like, he was going to sit in the other server section. And then, oh, you're not the server over here? I'm like, nope, there's two different servers. Oh, well, I want to be in your section. And I was like, and then he said something about being 80. And I'm like, I just, like, now I'm weirded out. Like, don't try to be flirty with me. Like, that's gross. <laughs> if my grandparents were alive, you could be my grandpa. Like, this is disgusting yeah. to me. Oh. So, yeah, some of that shit that we would, you know, like, do we want to expose our kids to that? That's a huge, oh, such you know? a, this is like such his own topic. Like, the whole annoying thing about the fragile male ego right being a female in, in the industry now right. it'd be interesting to see what males say like as like a man bartender like do you feel like you we have to flirt with like this, the yeah. women or yeah. or not because i know or how is it different and it is different unfortunately i think and i'm pretty sure that you know my ex-husband like he and i used to work together for a really long time i know that like he would have to play it off a little bit like with the female like the older female customer sure. at 80 no, but you know, like know, older like than the him, 50, yeah, by the a few decades yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, it's part of my job. I have to make them feel like you know they're giving them attention. And but also for me, back in the day too, like when I was a college in college serving, when I was um before I had kids serving, I felt like I like that was part of my job was to make sure that that man who wanted to flirt with me, however annoying and gross it was, yeah. I feel like it was part of my job to like appease him, and I couldn't. You know, that, that's a really interesting topic. I'd love to hear what women and men say about, you know, how they feel with the opposite right. oh, I going agree. on. Yeah, we've definitely talked about having that as a topic, and I think it would be a good, it would be an interesting dichotomy of how, how the, you know, how the breakdown is of how males and females are treated behind the bar or behind the apron, you know? Yeah, I did think it was hilarious once. I forgot what year this was or what restaurant <laughs> we were at, but my ex-husband was being a, Hit by some hit on by some gay guys. And they were yeah. like, "Hey, you know what? Like, we think he's totally hot." I'm like, "Okay, like, it's just, <laughs> right. you know." And he he thought he was actually pretty flattered, but I don't think he knew what to do. Like, it doesn't right. matter if they're men or women. Like, you're just sure. like, well, 
this is my job and I don't know. And there's definitely, yeah, and, and that sucks because it's like, okay, I'd like to say this, but I can't because I don't want to lose my job. Right. I remember there was this douchebag guy that used to come in to um, the restaurant and he didn't care for my son because of like hockey stuff. Uh-huh. Like my son played against his uh, alma mater or whatever. and it was my So son, ridiculous. It was so dumb. This guy was older than me, and my son was just super aggressive and had a ton of time limits, and I remember him talking shit about my son at work, where we used to work together, and I was like, I wish you wouldn't talk about this. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to be respectful and, like, stand up for my son, uh-huh. but not get fired. Yeah. Right. So I was like, okay, well, I agree with what my son's decision was, and if you don't like it, then tough shit. But I can't be... I would have liked to say a lot I don't know what's happening with Fred or not. Well, it's dark from the kitchen. Yeah, right? <laughs> At the kitchen table. It, like, never does this anymore. That's funny. It's but gone. I would have loved to have been a total bitch, but I couldn't. But then, like, not too long after that, he's at the bar, like, snorting coke out of a baggie at the table. Oh, my word. And then telling me how awful his ex-wife is because she took the kids. I just, I just saw you snorting coke out of a baggie at the table See, at the bar. At the bar so I don't think of. you should be judging my child for being aggressive in hockey. Like, no. Talk all the shit you want, but I've seen some shit that you've done, sir. So. Sir. Yeah. So yeah. So. That is a tough question. I mean, back in, I think before I had kids, I was like, everyone should work in the service industry, and I, I do think that's important, important. But then you have the kids, and you're like. But I won't be able to be there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that part is hard. Absolutely. So, I mean, I guess it would really depend on where they are. Would I be like, you should go to Hooters? Be like, um, no. <laughs> and to the O. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for your first job, you know, for my daughter, be like, no, my God, I can't even go there right now. Right, you're so innocent. I can't I even go there. And you don't want the industry to ruin your kids, you know? I get I, it. I don't. Yep. So that is a really hard question. The jury is out. I, <laughs> I, I struggled know. with answering that because I'm like, okay, I feel like everyone should work in the industry, but I didn't want my son to either. Yeah, I know there was a time you in know? my life where I'm like, everyone should do it. Yeah. But now you know it. And I feel like you and I are both like, we've done a fairly and like enough, a fairly good enough job where we haven't really like got swallowed up in it. Yeah. And that still scares me because even if you don't have swallowed up in it you can still see the people who are oh absolutely and that's, and that's to all watch. possibilities for different people yeah it is tough to watch and especially you don't want yeah you don't want your kids to get swallowed up and spit out by it you know uh yeah i feel like that happens to a lot of adults so you don't want it to happen to your 16 or 18 year old kids yeah you know i don't know jury's out i know okay i feel like Oh, yeah, 45 minutes. so much to chit-chat about. I know. I feel like we get on side topics, too, which is cool, but another time. I don't know what our sign-off should be. I feel like we we should have something witty, but we haven't come up with anything yet, so. Can I get anything else for you? Okay, thanks, bye. (laughs) I I always pretend I don't have the check in my arm, like, under my arm, and I walk, like, around one table, I'm like, here you go. I have done that. Hey, are you guys, can I get you anything else? No, okay, I'll be right back with your tab, and I have it in my hand. Because yes. <laughs> I don't want to seem pushy. Yes. Like, I get out of here. Totally. <laughs> because there are people I'm like, I've seen other surfers do that, but they're like, you know, are you done? And they're like, no, we're good. And they're like, bam. 
<laughs> like, I feel like that is rude. I do too, and I hate, I've been in those scenarios where it's like, please don't give me my check before yes. I'm like, I'm done, because that just seems pushy, and yes. if you want to go or your shift's done, just say, hey, can you send out your tabs, because that's what I do. Yeah, you know? just be honest, just chat about it, but right? I, I never, <laughs> it, yeah, no, I totally get that, but sign off, I don't know. Something like that. Until next time. <laughs> yes, until next time. See ya.